Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, Advancing Equilibrium in the Midst of an Agitated World. This is Season 9, Episode 185. Title, Service with a Smile. Subtitle, Minicast Number 9. The New Jerusalem will be a place of eternal worship. This is the final minicast in this sub-series regarding the New Jerusalem. We have one more chapter, and we will wrap up the book of Revelation. But this has been victory laps, folks, because this is what it's all about. The New Jerusalem. This is where we're headed. We've seen that the New Jerusalem is the bride of the Lamb. Number two, a place of eternal relationships. Number three, a place of new beginnings. Number four, a place of satisfied living. Number five, it's opulent. Number six, it's enormous. Number seven, it's eternal light. Number eight, eternal life. And number nine, finally, it is a place of eternal worship. Revelation chapter 22, verse 3 says, The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city. Just think now that those of us who are professing Christians have to slink around town like some sort of criminals. The state, the capital, the classroom, and the boardroom are ready to cancel you and me in a moment, especially in the realm of social media. It's amazing to watch the people who are conservative Christians in their thought having to guard every word they say being recorded for fear that they're going to be censored or worse. But dear friend, in the final day, we will openly speak of and publicly worship the one who saves us and forgives us of our sin. Heaven has incorrectly been characterized by angels floating on lofty clouds in deep repose, plucking on golden harps. Who knows where this idea originated from, but it's totally wrong. In the new world that is being made for us, truth is the rule of the day, and we are immersed in it. We will swim in the sea of adoration for Jesus that will never grow stale or familiar. It will always be the new day to love Him with our lives. There is so much attention today given to praise and worship, which is a good thing. The spotlight falling on joining together of God's people in a specific place to sing certain types of songs to God. But true worship is so much more than just a worship service. It will be service that's worship. Real service with a smile. William Temple gives us an articulate definition of worship. He writes, Worship is the submission of all our nature to God. It is the quickening of conscience by His holiness, the nourishment of mind with His truth, the purifying of imagination by His beauty, the opening of the heart to His love, the surrender of will to His purpose, and all of this gathered up in adoration, the most selfless emotion of which our nature is capable and therefore the chief remedy for that self-centeredness which is our original sin and the source of all actual sin. We see that the eternal worship will be characterized by intimacy and service. By intimacy, in verse 4, it says they will see His face. Humans will no longer be alienated from God. In this world, we cannot see the face of God and live. The Bible tells us that in Exodus. But however, when we get to heaven, we're going to see the face or countenance of God. In the New Jerusalem, the fear of judgment or condemnation is totally gone. When we get to heaven, we will see Jesus face to face. Remember, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. It's also going to be a place of eternal worship that is actually service. In verse 3, it says his servants will serve him. That means worship through service. The word translated worship here means to perform religious rites as a part of worship. It is the fulfillment of the exhortation that the Apostle Paul gave to the church at Rome. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, 
He writes, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. And be not fashioned according to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Our worship is attached to God's will, which equals action. We will minister on behalf of God. This is talking about in the New Jerusalem. We will continue to aid God in conducting His work. What a privilege to think that we have the blessing and the honor to be able to aid God in conducting His work. He doesn't need our assistance. To aid God through doing His work is a privilege and a blessing for the servant. We are made to advance the causes of God. That's what we exist for. We will spend the rest of eternity doing what we were designed and created to do. Serve God. A quick word search of the Bible will affirm this fundamental aspect of true worship. The service is going to be dedicated. In verse 4 it says, His name is upon their foreheads. It has the idea not only of ownership, but also the idea of subjection. And today in the Word, back in November 19, 1997, it writes, David Brainerd was an American colonial missionary to the Indians who died at the age of 29. His diary reveals a young man intensely committed to God. Brainerd once said to Jonathan Edwards, I do not go to heaven to be advanced, but to give honor to God. It is no matter where I shall be stationed in heaven, whether I have a high seat or a low seat there. My heaven is to please God and glorify Him, and give all to Him, and to be wholly devoted to His glory. A husband or wife who is 85% faithful to their spouse is not faithful at all. The preacher Vance Havner said, There is no such thing as a part-time loyalty to Jesus Christ. But his name on our forehead also means dedicated service to the max. He is proud to claim us as his own. His name on our foreheads is identity, power, authority, unlimited admission and access and protection. Not only is it going to be service that is dedicated, it's going to be service that is empowered because the scripture says they shall reign forever and ever. Friend, we will be effective in getting the job done. No delays, no setbacks, no conflicts. We will be effective in our service to and for God. We shall rule with complete authority forever. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.